0: We're not ruling out 2011, but I,
1: I think one of the biggest challenges we face, as I as I said, we're down to two designs. Seem to be the direction we're leaning towards, and and I I say they're significantly different, and they're also they're significantly different from each other, and they're also significantly different than what we currently have. And because of that, I think the challenge with making it by 2011 is a little bit of the fear of the unknown, but it's also doing your due diligence with it, because it is so radically different than what has been in open wheel racing over the evolution for the last 30 years. You have to you have to build a prototype. You have to be able to, to run them. You're going to have to learn how to race those cars. And equally, if not more important, we're going to have to learn how to crash those cars. And it's hard for me to say without getting into too much detail about it, but just The database that's been created from a safety aspect over the evolution of the current type of car, a significant portion of that doesn't apply because the potential new cars are so radically different. And you know, with the importance and priority on safety, I'm just not sure time will allow for the prototype to be built, tested, and then all the work done for it to be in place. I mean, we're 17 or 18 months from January of 2011. Uh, I'm not sure that's a comfortable time frame to be able to do what we feel needs to be done with it if it can We're not ruling out 2011 Uh, Our focus is on 2012 and if we can do it
0: quicker Then we'll get it in place for 2011 if not it'll be 2012 Yes, it would involve a vastly different engine as well because the the
1: concepts are so radically different, and that's obviously, again, part of the package. You know, we've got great partners with Honda right now, and certainly uh, we've got a meeting with them scheduled at at Toronto next week to keep them included in the loop and talk about what our options are and and our timeline around these, and uh, it would be a, a whole new package chassis and engine
0: at the same time. Well, that's ultimately our goal is to improve it.
1: I mean, it's been frustrating to see uh, a couple of the races the way they've panned out. They certainly weren't up to our expectations and what we've raced at those same venues with the same car historically. So it was a little bit of a head scratcher as to why, and and it's taken a lot of conversations with everybody. and, And certainly, we want to improve the entertainment aspect and the on track competition from what we've seen. I mean, you don't you don't stick your head in the sand and hide from those events. They weren't real exciting events for us, and it was just equally as frustrating from our standpoint because you didn't you didn't anticipate it or really have an explanation as to why. So we're we're certainly trying to address it, and our next oval event is Kentucky at the end of this month, uh, the 31st, and in August 1st, and. Based on the feedback and input we have from the teams, these are, are steps in the right direction. It's phase one. If it's not enough, we've got a plan for additional stuff to be implemented uh, after Kentucky. If this if this doesn't achieve the desired result, but we
0: think it's certainly moving in the right direction. Well, we actually did that
1: about four or five years ago. I can't remember the exact year. is it was, it was either o four o five, and we went away from it for the same reasons everybody's talking about and we had more pit accidents that year than any year We've ever done them and I, I've talked to other people about it and, w- and even talking with our competitors and came to the conclusion that we had more crisscrossing in the pits And we tended to have guys running into each other and when you got exposed personnel on pit lane the safety aspect of it we kind of went back to the way we were before and and it has eliminated that from a safety aspect. It's certainly improved it in pit lane. And I think going back to what we touched on, I, I'd rather work on improving the on-track product to the point where if you get that right, then the pits become a
0: lot less important. The easy one first, Australia
2: has not contacted us. Um, and and we've left that, I think, very positively last year. Uh, but do not have an ongoing interest of racing there, and uh, and Milwaukee continues to be a challenge uh, that has, uh, I think, probably gotten a bit worse since we talked last, just in terms of of a future possibility. Uh, We felt like we may be able to develop a plan with the current promoter to not only fulfill outstanding obligations, but give us a confidence level that we can put it on the schedule. Uh, we are not announcing the schedule till the end of July, so I guess there uh, could be something developed, but uh, kind of remains to be seen. Uh, it does look like pretty tough operating conditions up there right now, so we'll uh, we'll just monitor that and And as I said, we have an alternative uh, developed
0: on the schedule, and again, we hope to be able to include Milwaukee. We just don't know that yet. Well, uh, we are clearly interested in that
2: corridor. Uh, New Hampshire represents, uh, we think, a facility that we know our cars race well there. And uh, and, and there are conversations. So uh, that may develop. From my standpoint, Gordon, I, I, it's the type of track I'd love to be back
1: at. You know, the flat short oval is a, is a great racy track for us. And
0: uh, we'd love to be back in that market. And I think the venue itself would be outstanding. the uh, rights for our international uh, coverage the
3: five ABC races as you indicated are uh, give are, are a part of the package that ABC ESPN has and where they have owned and branded networks they broadcast those races beyond that it goes into what you know is referred to as syndication and is available to uh, basically in the open market for virtually anyone to make an offer, uh, whether it's pay TV, free TV, a local station, or a pan-regional network. And we have examples of all of those. TSN is the uh, network that purchased the uh, syndication package. Initially, at the start of the season, I, I am aware that there were some challenges there. We have followed up The interesting part that makes it a little complicated is that while those rights are actually uh, versus rights, they have hired ESPN International to do their syndication for them as ESPN International had traditionally been syndicating race coverage beyond their own networks, and we felt initially, I think, in combination with Versus and and the IndyCar side, that they offered our best chance to continue to maintain good coverage. They had more relationships with folks buying auto racing. That deal is a two-year deal, so they've done that for us this year and next year. In fact, I had a meeting today with uh, ESPN International sort of reviewing some of the challenges you spoke about, discussing some action steps we can take to try to make sure we improve it for 2010. In particular with TSN, we did address, as you mentioned, the one race that, uh, that was not covered uh, and have been assured that those problems have been fixed. I'm also told, and you might be able to help either confirm this or not, that, uh, that, that they do bounce around between TSN and TSN2, and that TSN2 has recently uh, struck a deal with Rogers for some increased distribution. So
0: hopefully moving forward that provides us some additional exposure in Canada. I'll start with that one. I mean that was really one of the things
3: that drove What we were looking for in a new television package when I talked about additional coverage. It was designed the conversations always Revolved around we need people to see our drivers beyond Green flag to checkered flag to get a chance to know because we believe we have a series full of very interesting compelling characters and that we just need to be able to get them exposed to a broader audience. So that's the very design of why we went out and did this television package. Again, we're five races into it uh, uh, of a 10-year deal. A little hard to evaluate. Its success or failure so far, but the er, I mean I think the early uh, uh, signs, uh, kind of answering Don's question again, have been very positive. That the types of things we're able to show and expose and expand upon, and telling those stories of reasons fans would have a rooting interest for or against individual drivers and teams, that's what that's what the TV package was designed to do.
2: That's exactly right, and and that really is the, 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 the most effective way we can deliver that. There is a lot of other blocking and tackling behind the TV strategy. I mean, things like the mandatory autograph session were the only series that does that Uh, our mobile marketing platform our internet strategy how many ways can we try to make a connection let alone an emotional connection with our drivers you know from posters to schedule cards to you name it so we know that and working hard against that but Charlie hit the key point it's telling the story
0: Um, uh, it's telling the story on TV